1: Hello, good friends, and welcome to another edition of the 10,000 Layups Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke. I'm here with Julian Andrews. Julian, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks, Kyle. You as well. What do you get? Got big romantic plans today? Uh, No, not really. I uh, got Bridget
0: some flowers delivered. That's very nice Um, of you. Yeah, I had those on the table in the morning, but... You know, other than that, you know, we used to like, go out and have dinner somewhere, but we don't do that anymore. So it's it's uh it's a little bit muted, but it's it's nice. It's funny because our our like anniversary of when we started dating is like a week before Valentine's Day, and then my birthday is like a week before that. So it's just like a lot of holidays. So by the time we get to Valentine's Day, it's kind of like all right, another one. Yep, let's have dinner again.
1: <laughs> have you ever forgotten a Valentine's Day gift?
0: Um, no, I have not. I, I have, I guess there have maybe been times when we've decided not to do stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but I've never, uh, just straight up forgotten.
1: Yeah. Don't fall into that trap because this year I was told that, you know, we're focusing on a wedding and we should, um, mm-hmm. allocate our budget to that. But I can't imagine things would have gone well if I didn't have a card this morning. Yeah. The I
0: mean, card, card is, you know, a card like the is minimum, nice. yeah. A card is nice, yeah. And like, yeah. If you're saving for something, we're maybe saving to buy a house, so it's like, no, like, we're not gonna spend a bunch of money on. That's like true. crap. I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Um. Yeah, we had some uh, heart-shaped pancakes. So life's oh, like very good. nice. How'd you do yeah. that? Um, I don't know, honestly. So yesterday, I wanted <laughs> right. to be. Well, I didn't make them. Um, okay, all
0: right, fair enough. I should have yest- assumed.
1: Yesterday, <laughs> I um. I went to target cause I wanted to buy those like basically like the cookie cutters. Yeah. yeah. And I had uh-huh. this idea that I'm like, Oh my gosh, heart shaped. And they didn't, I, I couldn't find any there. And then I go into the kitchen this morning and she, Jenna just has like a plate full of heart shaped pancakes that she just wow. like free. She just like free formed.
0: So you can take a squirt bottle and do the edge. Oh yeah. Cook the edge for like a couple of like maybe like 30 seconds or whatever. And then pour into the middle. Yeah more you know. maybe that's what she did but i made an omelet this morning and actually i've been working on my omelet making it's kind of a hard hard thing Is it to a do. heart-shaped omelet no it's not a heart-shaped omelet i only made it for myself so
1: <laughs> classic classic but julian
0: just you know cooking stuff
1: cooking stuff uh okay let's get Wolvesy. um my favorite the, thing to do the the good news is carl anthony towns is back um well, that is. I mean, in all in all seriousness, that is really good news. Basketball side, oh, yeah. um, and it was kind of weird because Shams reported that Carl was going to come back, and then Carl tweeted back weird. saying that like that's the first he heard he's heard of it. What What's your general take on that? Mine is that somebody in the Timberwolves organization shouldn't have said that Carl was coming back that night because that's yeah. clearly what that's clearly what happened. Saying, "Yep, Carl's going to go tonight," and basically the communication with carl was you're going to go tonight if everything goes well in pregame warm up so like i i don't want to say like shams is the guy to blame but what what's your take
0: um i'm kind of i don't know i kind of think that if you're shams you have to try to confirm that with somebody who's close to carl yeah you know like or at least I don't know, like if, if the wolf source says like Carl's going to warm up tonight, like I don't know, maybe, you know, it's like either the communication was unclear and it was I think supposed the, to be like Carl's going to warm up and
1: Shams like Carl's going to play or it seems to me the communication was unclear between the Timberwolves and Carl because clearly whoever communicated to Shams, I'm guessing said like Carl's going to go tonight. I can't imagine Shams would tweet something out if it was like Carl's probably going to go tonight. Yeah, I don't know.
0: No, I, I mean that's 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 nice of you. <laughs> I don't know to that. I just I feel like I feel like I have seen other things that Shams has tweeted that have maybe not ended up being like super
1: confirmed. So, but I, there's a lot that, of
0: pressure to like break the news right now. That's all I'm saying. But remember
1: when um, it was right after Carl got hurt with that wrist injury, um, Dane Moore, and this like this is more on the source than Dane. Dane does a great job, but somebody told Dane that Carl was going to play that game. And then it turned out Carl was out for like four weeks with the wrist injury or whatever. And clearly there, there wasn't a communication there because playing like playing that game after a wrist injury and missing four weeks is a totally different thing. And clearly there was some sort of, you know, whoever the source was, um, You know, maybe maybe there's just a lot
0: of there's just a lot of points in this process where the information can break down.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. But
0: I, I I mean I think it's a it's a bigger conversation, but like the question is like Yeah, I don't know, like was the communication issue between Carl and the team, or was there a thing where like sources within the wolves heard different things? Or is there this thing
1: where you need to like confirm your sources better? I don't know. I wasn't there. I, nor was I. And it's it it, see, it just seems weird that that stuff always continues to happen to the Timberwolves. <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, that's true. That's like a it, point. It, it. Like, they're such a weird team where like that stuff and like it's not stuff that really matters. It's like okay, like Carl might not play tonight, but he's gonna play in two nights. Like, unless you're a DraftKings daily fantasy player, like whether Carl plays on Tuesday or Thursday is not a huge deal. So like who cares, I guess. But um I'm a fan is...
0: duel. I'm a fan duel daily fantasy player, so, so it's it doesn't matter to me.
1: Oh no, yeah. <laughs> no, just nah. kidding.
0: No, uh yeah. It I mean it definitely matters for DFS, but like DFS is not the most important thing
1: <laughs> in this situation. I agree. And and Carl and his two games back has looked good. Um 22 points, nine rebounds, three assists, two steals, shooting two. 52% from the field. Uh, 47% from the three point line. You texted me right after this and basically was like, This just shows how much better Carl is than D'Angelo.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like the Wolves love to talk about kind of 1A and 1B. It's not 1A and 1B. No, it's like 1A and 3C. Like, Carl is like a top 10 player in the NBA when he's on. I mean, maybe that's a hot talent for
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Maybe that maybe for this season, that's not true. But when he's on, like when he's playing his best, there are very few players in the league who can do what he does, if any. And I think that that
1: is just not true with Russell. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, The bad news for the Wolves is they lost both those games. They lost to the Clippers, which they actually played pretty well in, um, it was a well-fought game for, you know, for two or three quarters. Uh, like that's the type of game that
0: you were hoping that the wolves would be in all season, you know? Yeah. Like, and then playing that well and winning against uh, worse teams.
1: Yeah. And then the bad news is, um, the the wolves lost to the Hornets. And that's one of those games where you just go, you got to win. Like you have Carl back. You have Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley scored 31 points. Like, yeah. you know, Anthony Edwards scored 21 and then, but like the thing that's been just hindering this team all year, it's like, okay, Russell's out. And for as much flack as we give Russell, Ricky Rubio has not been good. No, he, his confidence is totally destroyed. Uh, you know, Josh Akogi, it, it, like, like it's totally come to fruition where like he was this fun, cute defensive player that gives you energy and he just hasn't progressed at all. And offensively, he's like in the same mold as Rubia, where he, I mean, Okoge probably, he takes way too many shots yeah. where like he wish maybe like the confident, I mean, it, it, it's hard. And I, we, we talk about this all the time, but guys like Jade McDaniels and uh, Jalen Noel and Nas Reed and Jared Vanderbilt, like they're fun guys because you didn't anticipate them contributing. But the fact that we're relying on all of them to contribute tells you where we're at. And yes, yes, there's injuries like Culver's out and, and Russell's out, but I mean, it's not like half the team is injured. Like right. some of these guys would have had to contribute anyways. And um, uh, somebody brought up a good point on Twitter. I, I think he has a private uh, page. So I, I won't, I don't, I won't say who it was, but um, he basically brought up a good point of saying that the, and I don't know if it's a good point, but it's a point that, that makes you think, Basically saying that, well, the the whole the whole Wolves logic right now and the whole like mindset, right? If you're like a season ticket rep and you're trying to sell tickets or you're putting together the marketing plan, your whole stick is basically, well, well, just wait until Russell and Towns are together with beat. Like that's gonna be crazy. You won't even just wait. And the fact that we're a year into this thing and we haven't been able to see that. Like maybe that's just it. Like, yeah, and like the Carl COVID thing is not like that's not fair to say that's an injury. No, no, certainly not faulting anybody for getting hurt. Yeah, you can't. I I agree. But you know, when when Carl does injure his wrist and then he comes back and rustles out with and rustles out with like a lot of those weird like thigh contusion injuries. Um, And I'm not saying they're not real injuries. I'm just saying he always has like weird sporadic. just kind of odd injuries stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at some point you get to the end of the season and you, these two haven't seen the court together. You, are you just like, yeah, like we just have to assume that these two are never going to really play together because to, to hang on to the, just wait until they're healthy. Well, their contracts up in two years, like, yeah. How long can you wait? I mean, that's, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's,
0: it's kind of like, well, what else are you going to do? You know, you, I, have, you have to wait, you know, and and because I also don't think it's fair to assume that they're not going to work until we see them together. Um, I mean, it's just a really bad situation. There's, there's really no way to sugarcoat it when your two stars supposedly can't get on the court together when you have no opportunities to assess what you actually have in terms of your overall team because... One of your two best players is always injured. That sucks. Like we've mm-hmm. seen, this 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 exact situation has killed a lot of very promising NBA teams. You know, this is not unique to the Timberwolves. Like I remember, uh, you know, like with the Blazers when Brandon Roy and Greg Oden could never be healthy together. And I'm not saying that that's this situation. And i yeah, I don't even want to go down that road of comparing those talent levels. But like as a fan, you know, you're just like, yeah, you're you have to hold on to that potential. And you have to trust that eventually the front office will realize if they're just never going to be healthy, like if there's something kind of constant there, or if they're just not going to fit together. You have to trust that they'll make a move. But it's really frustrating as a fan because you want, because part of the fun of being a fan is like assessing your team and being like, oh, like, are they going to be good? Like, what do they have to do? Like, there is kind of this like couch GM thing that's fun to do. And you can't do that when you're watching these wolves bench guys who are good finds, as you mentioned, but not, you know, future stars play 35 minutes a game. You know, it's just, it's just not as fun. And there's, and there's just really not, I don't feel
1: like that much more to say about it. It's
0: just like, it's, it's not cool.
1: <laughs> you, you brought up a good point. Cause it's what are they going to do? What, what exactly? Yeah. Right. It's like, okay. Yeah. D'Angelo's out for half the season. It's like, what? Okay. What, what's the plan? Like, I agree. Cause it's like, you can ask that question and say, well, then at what point do we just say that's not realistic? Yeah. Well, it's not like any other job where you can just cut ties and move on. Uh, you have to deal with the fact And I said that, that they had two years left. Carl has three years. Russell has two more years at 30 million and 31 million. Um, but if it's like, yeah, if he can't stay healthy, you'd rather just have the fit, not work to be honest. Like you'd rather just be like, well, they, they can't then you know. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's uh, then, then it's always this what if, uh, which brings you to the point where it's like, okay, if the front office is bad, then they have an excuse to um, linger on. And I I don't think they're bad. I think that I don't either. um, I think that they've made smart moves. Um, Honestly, of everyone in this, I
0: blame the front office the least. I've kind of like thought, I've been thinking about this, like who's to blame. I do not think this is on the front office. I, 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 this is tough because I have no way of confirming this, but you know when you come into a new job and you're Gerson Rosas, you survey the league. You say, "Okay, who can I get in here?" Because the Wolves suck. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get D'Lo. The Wolves are not did not have what it would take to get somebody like Beal or like some of, you know some of these other guys on the market.
1: I so- agree with you. I just think that they, I, I just think that you could have given up a top. Like basically I you like the, the whole thing there was you wanted to get rid of Wiggins contract. Right. Because you wouldn't be able to add any other star player. And in order to add a star player, you had to attach that first round pick for. it. I think we put way too much weight on this. D'Angelo Russell is Carl's friend, and he's also a former all-star and he's this star. And then once you get to play with him, you go, Oh wow, okay. Like, so he's not that good basically he's an enhanced Lou will. I just think that we all overrated how good D'Angelo Russell was going into the season or going into the last season when we got him. And yes, he does really good things. Like he, he looks exactly like who a 14 year old fan would like, like, right. He carries himself yeah. to take a little, little bit of swag, but it's like when it comes down to it, he doesn't play defense. His body language is has just been bad. Um, He he's not on the court. He's a streaky shooter. In the fourth quarter, he just takes really bad shots. And like I've never seen anything like this. Have you seen on Twitter like the if you tweet something bad about D'Angelo Russell, you'll get like 50 people responding to you telling you how I tweeted that he took a bad shot in the fourth quarter and everybody's like, Well, it's the coaching. And it's like like the amount of D'Angelo Russell stands there are is fascinating to me for a player that in 30 years, like i'd be probably like besides us like no no people aren't gonna be like talking about these great d'angelo russell moments couple things couple things on that
0: first of all remember the two places he played before he played in la and he played in new york he's gonna pick up some fans and yeah b this is how we know not very many people listen to this podcast because i because i've got no hate mail (laughs) and we had we have talked about dilo not stuffing up quite a bit so uh that's maybe not such a good sign for our future here. But uh, if you are listening, thank you. I think that D'Lo is now probably underrated by us just because we're so used to talking shit about him. Um, I think that he can still definitely be a good player. I mean, we've covered off on this so many times, but it's what's so frustrating about this is I feel like this is exactly the same conversation we had about Wiggins. You know, and it's like you kind of thought this is a new thing. And now it's like, OK, another guy who is supposed to be a star and can't be a star. And D'Lo's skill set, I really do still believe complements cats. I believe that when they play together, this team will be significantly better than they are now.
1: If we get to the point where we aren't, where the Timberwolves aren't giving up that first round pick, I'll feel so much better. Sure. Sure. I, well, I think, we will I think, eventually. I think that we're still lingering on that. Well, yes, eventually. But I'm saying, like, if you give up the number four yep. pick in this year's draft,
0: oh god, yeah. all of a
1: sudden it's like, okay, like this was a bad trade. Yeah, and that, I mean, as a front office, like whether it's fair or not, like that's your fault. Like you did that. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Culver trade mean, looks bad now, too. The, I mean, the Culver trade has always looked bad. Um, but yeah, Dario starting to play better, and the fact that you just threw him in, and I. We talked about we talked about this enough, but you basically threw in a player to trade up to a player that wasn't available as um not a great first draft. But um we put together a few trades for this isn't gonna happen, by the way. Like the Timberwolves are not gonna trade D'Angelo Russell. Um and, but, and there's an argument based on these trades
0: that were able to come up with that they should not trade D'Angelo Russell. Yes, I, I like because, I wanna make because, it clear. I do not I do not advocate for trading for Russell because or trading so Russell.
1: Right. This is right. the like, worst possible time to do that. And looking, when we were looking through this, we were kind of talking about how like it, like going through the list of teams that could or would be interested and you just realize that his stock is so low and his salary is so high that basically it's like, who are you getting to to take? Like, I mean, my, my, here are my two offers. Um, okay. So the, the Pistons give up a first round pick um, let's say it's top 10 protected in 2021, which they'll keep and it's top five protected next year. And the, the Pistons give up Blake Griffin, right? Who, Ooh, boy. The thing is he would have one year left, less left on his contract than Russell. So his contract would be up next season, but he can't stay healthy. Like he's not basically what you're trying to do is you're getting rid you're of trying to a, pick up a first round pick and you're dumping salary and you're jumping, dumping salary. Exactly what, the, I would
0: the, never do this trade if I was the
1: Timberwolves. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> I, I agree. I but that, that, like, what I'm saying is, it's just like this is how hard it is to like find these trades. And then the Timberwolves give up Russell and they throw in Jake Layman um, to make the salaries work. And then the other trade is you could. I'm all in for this trade, but I just don't think the Magic would do it. Oh uh, they, yeah, I'm looking but, at this. Yeah, give up D'Angelo. I would Russell. do this. Stuff. You get back Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac, which. I, I'm really I would do that high in a heartbeat if I right? was the wolves. Yeah, but
0: there's no way the magic do that. We'd have to throw in another pick or because two. I mean, like Gordon, they're really Gordon high Steel. on
1: Isaac. Yeah, Gordon Steel is is uh, one year less than than Russell. So if it doesn't work out, you can move on. You fill a need. Uh, the, the, I mean, the bad thing would be that Isaac is in a contract year. I think so. You, you'd have to pay him, but he's coming off an injury, and you could probably get him for a discount similar to what chicago got um levine for after his acl but
0: i think that the magic want to do that yeah i I, so
1: good yeah and um uh michael pina wrote that article on the magic and basically how they're well everybody else is making all these moves they want to kind of build their core and i don't necessarily agree with it when i look at the roster because their core is not great but i think keeping those in-house guys like isaac um you know fultz is out for the year but i think they like him too
0: I'm really happy that they managed to kind of rehabilitate Fultz.
1: Yeah, it's fun.
0: Um, I really like him. He's a really solid NBA player. All right, you ready for my trades? I'm ready. Okay, first one. Um, D'Lo to the Pelicans, and the Wolves get back JJ Redick and Lonzo Ball. Okay. Both uh, expirings. Um, I believe Lonzo... I don't remember. Would he be a restricted free agent? Yes. So he would be a restricted. JJ Redick is basically an expiring contract. You get somebody who is a defender and actually a decent shooter. Lonzo Ball's been playing pretty well this year, but for some reason the Pelicans seem to want to trade him. Um, And the Pelicans get basically another really high caliber offensive player to
1: put next to Ingram and and Zion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I would say that probably the Pelicans don't do that, but yeah, I like I like fair. it for the Wolves, but I, I Stan Van Gundy getting another player that can't play wow. defense. Yeah, but be great. you
0: don't you don't think you think DeLo's
1: value right now is lower than Lonzo? No, I just think that if I'm the Pelicans, I'd rather move on. Like if you if they're not going to get Lonzo, if they're not going to keep him, and they they can't trade him, let's say, I think I'd rather just have that cap space available in the off season rather than being yeah. stuck to Russell for another that's two fair. years. That's
0: fair. So that's one. Again, these are not
1: very good. I don't
0: feel particularly proud of this. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is one that'll make the Knicks fans mad, which is always good. Um, D'Lo for Randall and Austin Rivers, Julius and, Randall
1: and Austin Rivers,
0: and probably like a pick from the Knicks. Now, the thing is, the best player in that deal right now is Julius Randle, <laughs> which yeah. is weird to say, but it's it's true. He's having uh, what a lot of people, I think, would consider an all-star year. If you actually break down who goes on the teams, uh, there's no space for him to be an all-star. Sorry, Knicks fans. Um, I think that this is kind of a bad deal for both sides, but that is kind of where you end up when you start putting together Delo trades. Oh, my
1: God. I didn't One. know Julius Randle is so good this year.
0: Yeah, he's incredible. So the I mean, I he's ideally, ever six
1: assists per game. Yeah, and, seven, and
0: Austin and Austin Rivers is actually been very good this year as well. So the thing is, if the Knicks don't see Randle as a part of their future, um, they could try to trade him. I kind of feel like I was thinking that the Knicks might have to throw on a pick, but I actually think the Wolves would probably have to throw on a pick in this, which is kind of <laughs> sad. Sad, sad um, reality. But here's the deal. The Knicks have a very promising young point guard in Emmanuel quickly who they got at a really um, kind of a discount. They got him in the second round, I believe. And if we know one thing about Tibbs and the Knicks is they hate developing promising young players. So this would allow the Knicks to continue to not develop their mm-hmm. promising young player. Um, they could just roll at the backcourt of D'Lo and Derrick Rose. Um They could tank. They could get another uh, promising young player to not develop. Uh, Maybe the Mavs, they'll they'll lose their pick, or the Mavs, they'll get the Mavs pick, too, so that'll give them another one. And then Tibbs just has a bunch of guys to bury on the bench behind Uh D'Lo. And then we also get to have a fight between D'Lo and Tibbs when D'Lo doesn't play defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's
0: This is like a trade that I don't think uh, anybody should do, but I, I feel like it's kind of destined.
1: Yeah, I... You're, but you're like you're right when you said like it's not going to happen. It's just I think it's it is worth like going around the league and just as like a thought exercise to look at where his value is, and hopefully in a month from now, um, you know it's it's a lot higher. Um, Could but- you
0: get anybody from? No. Yeah, there's just not much out there. I was thinking maybe Denver, but they don't really want another point guard. Uh, I'm just like trying to think of teams that might be in kind of a hurry to upgrade
1: Toronto. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't I, don't I don't think we're anywhere near that. Um, okay. Let's go through NBA headlines quick. Um, ones that are interesting to me. Oh, uh, Mitchell Robinson out four to six weeks for the Knicks. That's Sad. a bummer. I like Mitchell yeah, Robinson. Huge bummer. I love Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, fun player. Second round pick that that shouldn't have gone in the second round. I think you totally. in the second round. Um, Giannis, red hot jazz says red hot jazz are the best team in the West. What's going on in Utah? Uh, they're hitting the shots. Yeah, like not sustainable. Like, will, will they end up going back to like the four? I was going to bring this up. I, I mean, I, I, so full disclosure
0: for those listening, I freaking hate the Jazz. So I'm always kind of inclined to be negative about them. Uh, I think that they are the perfect example of a team that wins a bunch of games in the regular season then loses in the second round of the playoffs. They're hitting all their shots. They can't do this. I mean, if they can, they'll win the championship. But like, they're not going to just
1: keep shooting like whatever, 60% from three or whatever they're shooting now. They're shooting 39.5% from three, which is fourth in the league. It's really Um, good. But the thing is, I mean, yes, that is really good. But it's only a 1.5% increase I mean, which I guess that is a big increase, but, um, or sorry, 0. 0.015 increase from last year. Yeah. So it's not like they're like shooting. I mean, they're on a hot streak. There's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, they're, the difference here is that they are shooting 20% more of their shots are coming from the three point line. They shoot everything. And
0: honestly, like I have to give, like Mike Conley has been awesome. Like I, I love Mike Conley. So I really hope that continues. Donovan Mitchell. I really like, I just don't like Rudy Gobert. Um, I have a grudge against him for many reasons. And so I hope that his team loses.
1: Well, think about this. This is interesting to me. They are, this just. I mean, let me look at where they are in pace. Um, they're okay. So their pace of play is 23rd. Somebody like, please help me understand this because this year compared to last this year, they have, they're shooting, they're shooting 2.6% more overall field goals, right? Wait, what? They're shooting two point six percent. Their field goal percentage is two point six percent better? No. They're they're shooting, shooting two point six yes. Yep, that's okay, an, up, gotcha. an uptick of they're two point six percent. Yes. They're getting more shots. Um and you know twenty percent more three pointers. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's interesting to me. Basically they're just getting more shots, but they're still
0: that's- Maybe their defense is worse. Uh they're playing higher scoring games.
1: Their defense is second. Yeah, you're right. Their defense is not worse. I don't know. I don't understand stats. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um but yeah, they're they're shooting really well. Um but if this continues to no, I, I mean, the thing is Jordan Clarkson's averaging, I mean, twenty four points per thirty six yeah, minutes. Like he's doing great. I mean, this team is really, really good. Um, I and you know, I
0: I mean, it's probably not fair to say that I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs. I just keep seeing the jazz choke in the playoffs. So it's kind of like until I see otherwise, I have to assume that's going to happen again, which I I understand is not actually how the world works. But I, you know, I just have a hard time trusting them.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I I always kind of think of them and think uh, the Nuggets obviously made that run last year. But I think of the jazz and the Nuggets kind of in that same realm of like the fun. Yeah. Three to six seed sons. sons are probably yeah. going to be in there too. Now that's that's probably true. Um, okay, James Harden, do you remember when James Harden played for the Rockets? Yeah, hey, did okay. you know
0: that uh, James Harden, uh, Kyrie, and KD have played more games together than D.Lo and Kat? Ugh. I've seen, uh, I saw that stat on Twitter. I sorry, that's, I don't remember who it was, but that's interesting. If you tell me that you're the one that tweeted that, I'll tweet at you or something.
1: Um, well, so for those who don't know, James Harden used to play for the Rockets. They were pretty successful, but they never made the finals. Um, one year Chris Paul got hurt, one year they couldn't make any three pointers. Every year it seemed like James Harden um wasn't great in the playoffs. But James Harden now tale. a classic tale, classic love story. Uh James Harden has apologized for how the tenure in Houston oh. has ended too soon right like apology accepted i don't know <laughs> i don't but know like you're apologizing <laughs> but I, a month after you yeah as for like at, in the summer i think the better angle here is not that james harden cares but in the better angle here is in the summer maybe like put out like a piece of yeah why you wanted it it just seems weird being like hey my We've bad got a full H- page my, ad in the houston, my bad, houston. i don't know
0: <laughs> i yeah i uh, i actually don't really hold it against James Harden. I might be in the minority there, but I don't really no, care. I,
1: I actually, him, I don't right? really
0: think he needs to apologize. He like really, I think, gave a lot to that franchise, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm if he feels bad and apologizing makes him feel better. Good for him. Yeah, I think so he I mean. a to fan. I'd be fine. Houston's Houston's a fun team now. You know, they've got some good young talent. Well,
1: and if you're Houston, you go, okay, we were going to be a f- f- four, They were They were going to be in that same Utah yeah. realm. They're fine. Yeah. They weren't going to compete with the Lakers anyways. Then they got a bunch of picks and nope they'll be all right. Christian Wood. Christian Wood, yeah, he's good. He's hurt right now, but um seems like he's good. Um okay. Let's do a quick ad. Um, because we're big. We're big time, Julian. Are we? I mean, no. You were I just, talking, memo, but you were just cool. talking about how nobody listens to our podcast. Well, the D haters don't Not listen good to good for podcast. the brand. Somebody's gonna take that sound bite out. Uh, well, yeah. I think we'll survive. I think we'll be all right. Um, okay. Julian. Yes, Kyle. Do you enjoy cleaning your house? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't did like I just, it at Did all. I just repeat your ad? No, Sorry. you're fine. Um, I just think that I think with a lot of people cleaning the house is, and, and we did it like a deep clean, like two weeks ago. And it's just like, okay, I have to figure that I have to clean this out. And then I have to like, I have to get all these rags and whatever. Um, I have a new product for you. <laughs> all these rags. Well, yeah, it's like, I have to get all these rags. Like I'm like on my, like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Like, I wish I just had I one item. <laughs> I wish I just had one item that I could clean everything with. Have you, oh, have you, actually, sorry. I was about to say a product. No free ads. No free ads. I'll text you afterwards. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a product called the simple scrub. Ooh. Go to their website. The simple What is it? It's, it's, okay, so it's like a giant brush, right? Um, but they, you can, uh, basically, if you're cleaning your wood floor, you can have one sort of pad. Um, oh. They're, like, disposable. You can wash them. Think It's great because you can order, like, 20 washable, like, uh, you know, little covers, kind of covers so it's for like them. A, so
0: it's like a big thing with a
1: handle, and you put different yep. stuff on the end of it? Yeah, the big thing, it started out <laughs> with people... Um, cleaning their bathrooms and like bathtubs and they wanted to like get areas they couldn't reach. And then it turned into basically like you can clean your walls, you can clean your floorboards without hurting your back. It's great. Um, We have one, but if you would like to order one, go to the website, use the promo code layups. You'll get 20% off. Um, I think, originally like the they have like a simple scrub long like a longer one the original and like a shorter one um i think they're both right around like the third like the bigger one might be 35 bucks and the the smaller one's 28 um but yeah 20% you save yourself a deal and um yeah that's great oh i see yeah so um go get yourself a simple scrub and uh use the promo code layups. you'll yeah. be happy you did so and it, it makes cleaning great it's really fun so whenever wow, you've guessed so many pads that's what i'm saying a lot of pads Jeez,
0: this one's for cleaning your dog well why I'm wouldn't you <laughs> i'm kidding
1: <laughs> uh, But yeah go check them out um uh, like if you're in the, the need for that um use the promo code layups it would help us a lot um okay julian are you still there yeah i'm just looking at the deluxe jumbo
0: package from simple scrub but i'll stop we can continue talking about basketball no, what's I- up uh, <laughs>
1: let's go into the the card oasis now. All right, oasis is that the right word? Sure. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean,
0: an oasis is like a place in the desert with water. So if you consider yeah. wolves, wolves fandom the desert, then yeah, the card the card talk might be the oasis okay. I use
1: that correctly then. Okay, perfect. Yeah, uh, let's go. go to the the card corner. Okay, so people have been asking me what rookies uh, to go after this year. And I think it's pretty obvious. Like, you want to go after the guys that you think are going to do well. Uh, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball is, um, Wiseman. His, yeah, Wiseman. Um, yeah. I mean, and then, and then I think after that, you go into, you can, like, if, if you're looking for deals right now, um, I mean, basically, th- that's up to you. Like, you go through the, um, rookie class and you go okay this guy like if you're a wolves fan right and you're like i think jaden mcdaniels is going to be really really good well you should go on to ebay and you can scoop his cards up for like 99 cents you know um so because like lamello ball right his people are asking me what cards they should buy of his and for for those unfamiliar with collecting or familiar you understand that there is a prism draft that comes out at the beginning of the year and uh joe cronenberg out to him i think he got in on some like prism draft and um um contender stuff but basically as soon as the product comes out that is them in their actual nba jersey they like the product for these college cards just absolutely tank does that make sense yeah yeah so like basically w- once the hoops comes out which Lomelo Ball's rookie base hoops card is going for $52 right now. Um which is insane. That's a lot of money. For like I know we kind of talk about like uh
0: different cards going for more than that, but for a hoops card to go for that is a lot of money. Can you kind of break down that for people who might not collect?
1: Yeah, so like basically uh I sold what a, a Brandon Ingram hoops card. Is? I sold the Brandon Ingram hoops card. Um it, hoops is basically like the lowest level it's always the first product that comes out of the players in their actual Jersey. It's super, super cheap. Um, they don't grade well. Um, you know, cause most of the time they have some like black border on the back, which, uh, you know, what, if you see the card in your hand, you can kind of tell, but like, for example, I sold a Brandon Ingram hoops card for a the other day on eBay. It was a card that I wasn't going to grade. Um, and the fact that, The Lamella Ball base rookie card is going for $52. It says two things. It says, well, Lamella Ball's good, and people think he's going to be good. But it also shows you the demand for players in their actual jersey. So here's my advice. If I'm you, um, which I'm not, I'm me, but uh, and you want rookie cards, go get a pack or three or four of these hoops. Um, You probably can't find them at Target. But if you go to like your hobby store, I think they're probably like 15 bucks a pack, which is three times what they used to be. But, you know, if you want to spend a hundred dollars, uh, chances are you'll, you'll get one of those, you know, Edwards ball, you'll, you'll get somebody that you like in, in five or six packs, um, try to flip it right away. If you want to, you know, try to make money or, um, you know, you can try to grade it. I guess what I'm saying is if and if you already have these cards, I would try to get rid of them if you don't plan on grading them or you don't want to keep them. Try to get rid of them quickly because what's going to happen is Donruss is going to come out, and Donruss cards typically grade well. It's going to um, ask. Yeah, Prism will come out, and Prism is going to be expensive, but people like the markets, nobody's going to care about Lamella Ball's Hoops card when the Lamella Ball Prism card is out. Optic's going to come out. Um, I don't know when all these release days are, but you're, I mean, it happens with every product that comes out the first week or two, the product comes out, people get super excited about it. Um, you know, and it's so predictable that the cards are going to go up and people are going to buy. And then the next week they go down because another product is out. So, um, just keep an eye on that. If you're making investments on these guys, unless it's an autograph, stay away from their college stuff, try to go to them in their pro uniforms. But just remember that, if you're investing in hoop stuff, know that the value is probably gonna change as soon as another product comes out because hoops is the um you know it's it's the cheapest yeah. uh it's gonna be the cheapest card on the market. I'm trying to
0: figure out when the Donruss comes out.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know. Also, those are
0: my favorites. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, oh wow, they come out on the twenty fourth. 10 days. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: So basically if you have these cards, try to try to either send them into PSA and, and, um, you know, depending on what service option you want to do and you can afford, uh, otherwise I would, you know, I, I like, if I, if I got a Lamella ball right now and I, it, it looks like I can't grade it and it's not going to PSA 10, which a lot of hoops cards won't. I think I would just try to get that 55 bucks and run. Now, with that being said, if, if you think Lamella ball is going to be a top five player in the league one day, Maybe you don't. But again, I just told you that Brandon Ingram, who's probably a top 25, top 30 player. um, Maybe I'm being too generous there, but um, like his same hoops card went for $1.99. Now the difference is when people bought Brandon Ingram hoops cards, those packs were selling for $1.99 where now they're selling for $15. So yeah, um, the
0: the whole world as a whole, I mean, did you remember when we used to get panini boxes at Target for $20? Dude,
1: we, I, I remember when the, the, we the, should have bought was, all of those, it was the, the 2017 the 18 now. year, and we would like, dude, we were looking for Luca cards, it's, yeah. And we we hit some, but just walk to Target during work, <laughs> and there would be 50 prism boxes there, and we would buy one, and some of us would hit we got Lucas and Trays and Jaron Jackson's and um, whatever. And now you go to Target and you can't find anything, so that's kind of where we're at. Anyways. Yeah. If you have any questions, um, you know, just ask me on Twitter. Uh, a lot of people message me. I'll try to get back to you. Um, and my, vi- my advice isn't like always great. Um, but I you're think doing if you're, it for a while though. Yeah. If you're just getting into collecting, I think, um, I can give you some advice and, and where to go. I make mistakes all the time. I sold a Luca autograph rookie card, um, before I knew he was going to be Luca. It wasn't a card that I think was going to grade well. And I sold it for like 700 bucks and that same card, sold for like 14 grand. So um, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Um, But that's part of it because, yeah, I mean, and and if you do make a bad purchase or a bad, um, uh, or or you sell a card too soon, always remind yourself of like, what? Don't beat yourself up over it. Remind yourself, obviously you want to take advantage of the market when it's at its highest. But if you bought a card for 30 bucks and you sold it for 150 and two weeks later it sold for 500, yes, that sucks that you didn't get 500 for it. And next time try to do better, but also you made $120. So, um, that's fun too. And a lot of people that are probably listening to this and that are messaging me, aren't the sports cards investors that are right. Buying a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars. They like for a lot of us, a hundred dollars a week or $200 a week makes a real difference in our lives. Um, you know, uh, on yeah, a level sure. of paying for, me, yeah, for things in life. Yeah. So like, and it's a fun hobby. And if you can make some money doing it, um, that makes it all the better. And don't pay for
0: your mistakes twice. Like if you sell a card, don't get like buyer's remorse and go dump a bunch of money into like getting it back or like try to flip it again. Yeah. Like if you, t-
1: if you get a win on a card, just take the dub. Yeah. What I've been doing lately is um, I've, I've been kind of projecting where I see players and then trying to scoop Mm -hmm. up some of their cheap stuff on ebay but honestly for for the most part what makes it fun for me as a collector is buying the cards myself in packs and boxes and then actually owning those cards and then like seeing where they are for grading and sending them in rather and like i'm not saying this is wrong but for me i lose a little bit of like the collector's joy when i'm going and buying like Yeah. Okay, I'm going to buy this Kevin Garnett PSA 10 rookie card because I know that he's going to get inducted into the Hall of Fame and those cards are all going to skyrocket. Like, yes, that's fun and that's certainly an angle and I get it. And people that do that can make a lot of money. But for me, that just takes away from the fun of a collector, I think, and makes it more of a business, which again, that's totally fine to do. Um, When, Like a lot of these cards that I'm getting and sending in to get graded, I don't anticipate me keeping but the fact that I pulled it, or that I and I got it myself, for whatever reason, that seems more legit to me. But yeah, a, again, and I mean, that's... you
0: want to be enjoying it for for its own sake, you know. Like mm-hmm. it, I, I would say, like if you're going to get, I'm not as big of a collector as you at all. Um, but you know, I, I'm on top. I do Top Shot now, and I like it. Yeah. But um, it's it's like if I ever stop liking, like if I ever stop enjoying it and it's only about like trying to make a profit, I'm getting out. Cause yeah. Cause you just like, I don't know. It's just like not worth it. It's not, it's like you're, it's not lucrative enough. You don't have a guarantee of, of making a profit. So if you know, if you, if you hate, like if you're not enjoying it, then it's not worth the risk. Cause there is risk like in any kind of collecting or trading or f- trying to flip cards, like there, it's risk. Like you could lose money. Especially so, now. Yeah, and everything's so,
1: so, ex- you, so expensive.
0: Yeah. So like if you if you're not enjoying it, you know, to me at least it stops being worth it. Because I, you know, I like the cards and I like the top shot moments and I like looking at them. And you know, I'm a basketball well, fan. We, so we have a
1: we have like a group message that we have yeah. that's fun that just literally blows up my inbox throughout the day, and it's me yeah. and Julian and a bunch of his buds, and we just talk about top shot nerd stuff all day. Out, uh, but it is but it is friends, fun. Friends, yeah. 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 But, but, but also it's nice. Yeah.
0: get into it with some friends Yeah, if you're doing it too. Cause it's fun to talk about. It's fun to like talk strategy. It's fun to like, be like, Oh, like these new packs are coming out.
1: Well, and like it, for me too, like with top shot and regular cards, like it's so much fun for me to talk to you and talk to like, um, you know, a few other friends and like Jeff Municke from the Timberwolves reached out to me about like, he has some cards Hey, and he's like, what do, what do I do with these? And I'm like, okay, let's go. We'll, we'll submit them into PSA grading, go through me. Um, I'll bring up, you know, I'll, I'll do them myself. And like, I'll go through the cards and say, okay, these ones are the ones that we're going to bring in. And nothing makes me happier than if, whenever these cards come back in like what, six months to a year, um, <laughs> Five you know, to eight years. Right. But basically hopefully getting these cards back and saying, okay, you made 30 bucks per card. I mean, hopefully it's more, right. But if all of a sudden you can just be like, Hey, you made $200 off of this and it was just sitting in your closet.
0: That's like finding a $20 bill in your pocket.
1: Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of fun. So, um, Yeah. yeah. Any questions hit me up on Twitter more, more than happy to answer. Um, and if there's like a mailbag, we can even do like a card collecting mailbag or just a basketball mailbag. If you have, t- yeah, let's,
0: let's say that if you have questions about cards, about basketball, about anything, DM Kyle or I on Twitter, um, we'll start collecting them and we'll do a mailbag episode coming up.
1: We'll, we'll tweet about that too. Yeah. That'd be fun. Maybe next uh, week. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we, for next week, we have a guest or this, this week you're, you're probably listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, we want to do a deep dive and I, I think it'll be this week. Uh, we want to do a deep dive on the Jimmy Butler, Zach Levine trade. Uh, so we'll probably not talk about current stuff so much, but um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully everything lines up. Uh, I think it'll be fun to do like a 45 minute hour long podcast, basically taking a look at that trade. What happened before, what happened after where we're at now. Uh, yeah. Otherwise Julian, I have a restaurant for you.
0: Oh yeah. I'm just going to say, I think, I feel like we're getting into a cadence with this podcast kind of talking about current stuff and cards on our first episode of the week and then doing kind of a guest that, you know, might be current or might be talking about something else um, for our second episode of the week. Would love feedback on that. If you guys like that structure um, cause we're still
1: figuring it out too, you know? So it's good, but let's hear your restaurant. So my restaurant it's, it's going to be less of a restaurant than it is. It's a bakery actually. So, um, but it's called Sarah Jane's Okay. It's in Northeast. And people know that I live in Northeast now because, Oh, well, because all my restaurants are just around my area because I either yeah. walk to them, which I, we haven't, I haven't been able to go outside in like five days. Cause it's so cold. Um, I live in Hawaii. So you live in that's well, that's great. No, I'm kidding. You can do it. you want. Um, uh, Sarah Jane's Bakery it's right next to Hazels which I pitched before and Hazels has very good cheese curts. Uh unfortunately they are not open on Sunday or Mondays I don't think. Uh but they have really 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 good donuts and hmm. they're awesome and there's a bunch of them and the best thing about bakeries is they're cheap. Like have you ever realized when you go to a bakery you can get like 18,000 calories worth of food yeah, and they're like and they're like hey it's 4 forty four. And you're like oh wow that seems and then you're
0: and then you know the sugar high hits you yeah then you feel horrible uh, and then no, right across no, that's, that sounds good though
1: yeah right across the the street from them there's the northeast coffee shop which we uh frequent quite often too so you go there what we normally do is we'll split up and we have two one of us will get two coffees and then the other one will go get a bunch of donuts i'm normally in charge of the donuts because you know, that's just my thing. But yeah, go go check them out. <laughs> uh really good food. Uh donuts. So and everybody likes donuts. So
0: nice. Yeah, it sounds good. I uh yeah, I haven't really left my neighborhood in weeks. So that's kind oh, of the thing. When we're it, pitching these restaurants, yeah. it's
1: like, uh, let's just what's within a mile of me. But um yeah. if you're cool. in the area, go check them out. And if you're in the cool. area, hit me up. Maybe I'll come visit you. Um over at Sarah Jane's and we can talk about sports cards. So, uh, sweet Julian. have a good Valentine's day. Um, every listing, uh, have a good president's day, I guess. I don't know what that oh, means, yeah. but have a good one of those. If you have off, um,
0: Hey, if you don't uh, have a good one as well, have a nice day at work on Monday.
1: Yeah, I do. I have Hopefully to work tomorrow. I, I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. President's yeah, day really? is a weird holiday, especially like this year. There's a lot of, um, I don't know. What exactly are we celebrating? That's a thing. I don't even know what I'm celebrating. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm
0: yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Maybe I won't, <laughs> I yeah. won't celebrate that this, yeah. year. this year.
1: Yeah, I'll take it off this year. Um, okay, uh, we will talk to you guys later in the week. Julian, see you later, my man. Adios. That it feels right.